Welcome to the O Woman Podcast, where we discuss, oh, so many things related to women's sexuality, bodies, thoughts, and lives. We'll talk about everything from our relationships to our orgasms to our children and our ovaries. And we'll share outstanding experiences and ordinary ones. I'm Emma, and a big open welcome to you. Thanks for joining me for the show today. This is episode 112 of the O Woman Podcast. Um, No, it's 111. (laughs) I skipped ahead. I don't want to skip 111. It's episode 111, 111 of the O Woman Podcast. And today we're going to talk... more about some body smells. Now, I've talked about this in many other episodes. Um, if you want to go to the website, awomanpodcast.com, and click on the vaginas tag, you're going to see a lot of other episodes where we're talking about vaginas, because that's what we're talking about today, vaginas and vaginal smells, etc. Um so I did another episode about our vaginal discharge, episode 70. I did another one about our genital juices, not just vaginal discharge, but some of the lubrication stuff that goes on down there during sex. That's episode 57. There's a couple great episodes in a row, um, episode 44 and 46, that are about vaginas, cervixes, labia, all of those things that give you even more information. Um, and there's a really good episode early on, episode 35, that's uh, just a collection of bizarre myths about vaginas and women's bodies. Um, and then, of course, there's other episodes about just body smells, so you can click on that tag, too. So they're all very related to what we're talking about today. Um, and the bottom line is, your vagina smells. It should. That's the bottom line. If someone were to say to you, your vagina smells, that would probably make you feel insulted because, first of all, who is this person? How are they so close to you that they can smell your vagina? And unless it's your partner that is smelling your vagina, you probably don't want to hear that because it means perhaps your vagina smells are a little too potent. But that doesn't mean your vagina shouldn't smell. It should. That's part of the way it's made. That's part of its ecosystem. That's part of all the bacteria that's good going on in there taking care of your body. We can't forget how amazing our bodies are, particularly our weird little female parts that a lot of people don't know about because they're considered innately sexual. People don't really know all the facts about them. And half of the population, approximately, are females. And so not everybody knows about it because a man might not know about women's body parts. Um, There's a lot of cool things going on in our vaginal region. A couple things I've mentioned in another episode, episode 46. I want to kind of recap a little bit today just to kind of get you going on remembering if you listen to that episode or learning for the first time some of the cool things about your vagina that make it something that's awe-inspiring as opposed to something that we should be grossed out about the way our vagina smells. So first of all, the pH of our vagina is similar to wine, which is a pretty cool thing to think about. Think about how strong a glass of wine can smell. Um, to some people, it might smell woo, overpowering. To other people, it might smell refreshing and relaxing at the end of a hard day. But just think about it. It's a pretty intense, recognizable smell. Your vagina has an intense, recognizable smell, too. It's just different, but the pH is similar. And interestingly, after you have sex, if you have sex with a guy, if you have any sperm in your vagina or semen, it's going to temporarily change the pH and imbalance the bacteria that you have growing in there. Um, 
it's only going to temporarily imbalance the pathogen fighting system you have in your body, your protection system that's in your vagina. Um, and the more you have sex with the same partner, your body gets used to their sperm, and so it's less of an imbalance every time. But it's interesting to know that your vaginal ecosystem can change. And to any of you that have ever had any sort of vaginal infection, something like that, um, or even any, you know, a yeast infection, you you know that things can change, that things can get out of whack down there. But usually, if you're taking care of yourself, your body can take care of itself down there, too. So, the, also, another thing, the good bacteria that you have in your vagina is called lactobacillus. And if you didn't already know this, that's the same, that's the same bacteria that's in yogurt. Um, one of the episodes I did is about making yogurt from your vaginal discharge. And I did a review of a couple articles where people talked about having done it and reflected on what it means to have done that. I'm definitely going to try that in the future, and I'll let you know when I do. But it's cool to know that how beneficial lactobacillus is, that's already living in our vagina. Um, and interestingly, when a child is born vaginally, they get a lot of those bacterias on them on their way out, which maybe sounds scary to you, but it's actually a really great benefit to the baby um, because it gives them all of these positive bacteria, lactobacillus, for example, um, and it gets them ready to go fighting, um, using their immune system, boosting their immune system and their whole body to be a healthy human as they grow. So those are just a couple things to remind you how fantastic your vagina is. And if you really were in the zone when you were listening to those facts, there's you cannot deny that your vagina should smell after hearing all that information. There's a lot of sensitive, important stuff going on in that region. It's got to have a smell if it has its own ecosystem, and it totally does. Now, a couple things about vaginal smells. Most of the time, you're going to smell like a vagina in whatever form, strong, if you've been sweating a lot or not. And most of the time, that's going to be normal. The smell is going to be okay. Sometimes, though, you might smell a smell and you might think, oh, this could be bad. So, for example, one of the smells that could signify something wrong potentially is that fishy smell that people always joke about. And it's true, it does smell fishy sometimes. But... If you go online and you look up like, oh my gosh, my vagina smells, what's wrong with me? Don't be misled by some of the websites that might even be doctor websites that say, you know, if you have a fishy vaginal smell, it could be bad. Now, it could be bad, but please don't jump on board and think, oh my God, it is bad. What's wrong with me? When you look it up and you try to get any more information, you're going to see that without other symptoms, it's really, 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 really unlikely that you have anything wrong with your vagina if it's smelling funny. Unless, like, you know, if you have an itching or a burning or, a, you know, something like that, inflammation, redness, you know, that's a, an additional symptom and that's something to think about. But if it's just the smell, it's not going to be as big of a deal. It's not pro- probably going to be as big of a deal. Now, of course, I'm not a doctor. I am only as someone who has a vagina and have, exper- and have experienced it since I was born um, and have been aware of what the hell it does since puberty. So I just have whatever, how many years experience would that be? Uh, 16, 17 years experience figuring out vaginas and vaginal discharge and smells and things like that. Um, so, of course, you know, check into it yourself. But let me give you an example. So 
right now it's really hot where I live. And we're not using air conditioning this year because we're finding that we think it's unnecessary and it and it makes us a little lazy. It makes us not want to go outside and do things. So we're not using air conditioning. And it's hot. And we shower pretty much every day. Not always. But I, I don't think you don't think you need to shower every day. Um and but even when I have showered every day because it's been really hot, I've noticed some of these days I'm thinking I lay down in bed to go to sleep at night and I'm thinking, my crotch smells really strong. And it specifically smells fishy and I've noticed this. But the more I think about it, the more I'm aware of I'm aware of it and I don't have any other symptoms. It has to do with how much I'm sweating. I am sweating my balls off, haha, even though I don't have them. Um, outside working, doing a lot of yard work and stuff. And even when I come home and I shower, unless I am super duper good at scrubbing in there, which I often forget to do, um, because I don't like to put soap way up in my, you know, folds of my labia. I'd rather just kind of lather and go. Um, sometimes you need to do that, though. So if I don't do that, I notice, wow, my crush smells a whole lot stronger. And Jason has noticed that, too, my husband. When I have asked him, he's like, actually, yeah, I did notice the other day. Um, which, of course, creates a conversation that's like, oh, did, was it gross? Did it bother you? And he's like, no, I don't care. Um, so even someone who is comfortable with vaginal smells like I am, you still think, oh, is this normal? Is this okay sometimes? Um, but in my case, this fishy smell that could mean something, I know it doesn't. I know it's because I'm sweating. I know that's that's the thing. So if it's more than your own personal vaginal smell that you're used to. Um, and I encourage you to spend some more time with your vagina. You know, I'm not saying your face should be down there. It's hard to do that kind of stretch anyway. But spend some time naked. I've done a couple episodes on spending naked time with yourself. Um, spend some time naked so that you become more aware of what your crotch smells like. So you know what's abnormal and what's normal. Sometimes you're going to smell more after you have sex. Um and different point, different parts of your menstrual cycle, you might smell more, um, more it might smell stronger, or you might not. Um, and like I said, sweating can really cause your vagina to smell more. Some people sweat a lot in that region. Some people sweat a little bit less. But it's common to sweat in your like in your vaginal region, your butt crack, like a whole lot. That's a big place to sweat. Um, so if you discover like, eh, I still feel like my crotch smells a little funny, something's wrong, I don't know. The probably what it's going to be is bacterial vaginosis, and you've probably heard that before if you've ever dealt with anything related to your your vaginal health, if you've ever had anything going on down there. Um, and that it's it's not a big deal; it's an overgrowth of your normal bacteria, so it's some sort of imbalance. And sometimes that can happen from just different things. It could happen from uh, sex, changing your pH, changing your body around when you're first getting used to it again, or all these different things. Um, uh, there's a, a different um, there's like a, a se- there's a sexually transmitted disease or an STI, STD, um, trichomoniasis that can make your vagina smell. Um, but that's not, obviously not as common as bacterial vaginosis. Um, a lot of the other STIs don't cause vaginal odors. So the idea of the joke of, oh, her, you know, her scratch is so smelly, something's wrong with her. Nah, it's probably just her crotch is smelly and that's okay. Um, so those are, a couple things just to think about if you feel like your vaginal odor is actually pretty intense. But I feel like personally, now I haven't found any information to, um, I haven't looked into it for hours and hours, but I haven't found much information to support this necessarily. But I feel personally that my vaginal smell um, is very much influenced by 
my emotions too. For example, because sweat can change because sweating is getting some of your toxins out. So if you've had a hormonal change or an adrenaline rush or your body has freaked out over something and you've sweated out a different sort of, you know, component in your body that isn't quite the same as your normal sweat, it's probably going to make your vagina smell different too because you're sweating in that area. So keep that in mind. Your whole body is a system that, that changes and, um, you know, you can't always tell what's going on. And you you really can't say that often that, oh, there's a problem. If it's just something as simple as smell. Another cool thing about um, your vaginal discharge is the way it changes throughout your menstrual cycle. Now, Jason and I have been looking into alternative birth control methods because pretty soon we're going to try to stop hormonal birth control because we want to get my body ready to try to have a baby in the next year sometime. And we want to get all of that crap out of my system. Um, so we're looking at like natural family planning, that kind of thing, where you chart your ovulation days and your fertile and infertile days. Um, and so we learned a lot more about this recently, um, about how your vaginal discharge, you can really judge a lot about your cycle and your body health, um, by looking at your discharge. Um, so just like a quick overview after your period ends, you're going to probably have like thicker, whiter discharge. Some people during this time period, I feel like say it's like cottage cheese. Is that normal? Um, if it's cottage cheese, but it doesn't smell like, you know, bad, like feet, then yeah, mine has been like cottage cheese at different points in my life. Um, I've noticed that on birth control, it doesn't really ever do that. The cottage cheese thing. Um, but, but it still could be thicker and whiter. And then about two weeks after your period's over, around the time when you're going to ovulate again, your vaginal discharge gets, it changes. It becomes clear instead of whitish and it gets a lot waterier, but it's still, it's like really slippery. It gets really elastic. So if you touch it, it could kind of like, you could spread it between your fingers, like, like string or a rope or something like that. Um, and the reason your, your discharge changes is because when you're ovulating your body, you know, the age old evolution of your body and the way it works is calling for a pregnancy. It's saying, get me pregnant. And so your discharge is going to help that. So it's going to, that kind of discharge is going to help the sperm get where it's going and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, if you're on birth control, it's a different story, but that's why your body does that. Um, so then, um, pretty much after the middle, um, of your cycle when you, you've ovulated. It changes again. It gets it gets thicker again. And then you get towards the end of your cycle and you're about to start your period and you might have a little bit of white discharge again or you might not have any for a little while. I think a little bit before and a little bit after. It depends on your body. Um, but it's pretty cool to think about how it's different and about how it changes. Um, one uh, gynecologist that I was reading said that it's common to have like 30 times more discharge in the middle of the menstrual cycle when you're ovulating. Which is pretty interesting. So it just shows how variable our body parts are. So summary is your vagina smells. And it should. This is supposed to smell. It's part of an ecosystem that is texture and smell and all of these different things working together to keep your vagina and then by extension all of your other female reproductive parts healthy. And to keep you... Um, able to get pregnant if you're someone that already can, um, if that's something you're wanting to do, um, or at least keep the option open. If, if, if you're not trying to be pregnant right now, you're, you're doing something to, to, to not do that. So please don't be embarrassed about the way your crotch smells. Please don't think, oh, I'm going to be with this new guy. I'm going to sleep with this new guy. I need to smell like flowers. Uh, if he thinks you need to smell like flowers, 
he needs to reassess the way his ass crack smells because boys somehow sometimes think, oh, a girl needs to smell like flowers and they smell like really stinky butt. So it just so it doesn't make any sense at all. Like, and even if he smelled like flowers too, he would have no right to ask you to because you're not supposed to smell like flowers. So please don't be embarrassed about the way you smell. You know, wash, take care of yourself, but douching and using all those fancy sprays that just luckily it's not that common, I don't think, that people use. But don't do that. It's going to imbalance your body. It's going to make you smell worse, actually. And you don't even smell bad right now. You smell the way, like the way you're supposed to smell. And whoever, whichever partner you choose, should be into that. That's the way it should be because that's the way you were made. So thanks so much again for listening to the O Woman Podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on the website, awomanpodcast.com. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.